Welcome to the Leading Lane Podcast for real estate pros by real estate pros with your hosts, Ashley Frederick and Stephen Birch. If you're looking for an honest, authentic, and raw perspective, you found it. Welcome back to our podcast. We appreciate you guys tuning in. And today we're going to talk about retention. Uh, we talked about agents leaving last time, so it was just natural uh, transition to go ahead and have a conversation about how do you retain people uh, within your company. And I don't think that this is going to be just real estate based. I think this is going to be across the board when you get employees and uh, agents or you know whomever else into your company. How do you make sure that they stay happy and a raving fan of yours? So, Ashley, what do you what do you do for your peeps? Well, all kinds of things, uh, but I think that one important thing that we changed is actually from day one, as far as the hiring process, mm-hmm. I believe has changed our retention plan. That actually came through a suggestion from you mm-hmm. as far as people to include in our interview process. Uh, it used to just be myself and Stephanie, and now we have our office admin, office manager, and our director of training included in our interview process. And the reason for that is, right, it's it's not just Stephanie and I that are interacting with agents or employees all the time. They actually have a fair amount of their interactions with uh, our office manager and our director of training. So most ideal to get their input on our candidates, uh, but also to hear from other people besides us and to give our expectations clearly up front to work for us. And sometimes we might not, we might know right then and there that they're not a good fit. So we don't have to worry about it. But I think that when you can really hone in on that from day one, that helps to have that understanding and, and keep them longer. So that's kind of the first big thing for me. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, for uh, my suggestion for that was because the mass majority of the time, like we're not face to face 100% of the time with the person that we're bringing on board to our company, they are engaging and interacting with so many other people. So, um, for, for the interview process, I think it definitely helps, but then also afterwards that they know that they have these people that they have already met in the interview. So they don't feel so like attached to you, like, and you're enabling them, you're empowering them to go to others and use the for sure. And then I think also, right, like they know from day one who to ask questions to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that it just maybe makes them feel a lot more comfortable in the office in general. Sure, sure. Um, do you think that it kind of shows to them that, you know, you work as a, a group collectively that, you know, I hate to use the word team when describing describing it, but truly like you have a team of people to yep. make sure that the, the office operates properly so that that hopefully empowers them to be able to come to the table and feel that they have a voice at the table as well, since that's how you run your company. I think so for sure. And I, we also talk about the team environment, but I, it's also just all of our other agents. I'm so proud of our other agents that scoop up anybody that's either brand new to the business or new to the office and so willing to help them. I think that that makes everyone, you know, work together more efficiently, but so much so that I, told a potential agent that we uh, had four people in the interview op- interview process. And in a roundabout way, I uh, saw online that she thought that that was ridiculous. And, um, you know, that alone, I was like, nope, not a fit. Uh, yeah. If you can't understand how important that is for us, then, you know, and if you look at retention, right, I, I took care of a problem before it even started. 
Absolutely. I was about to say that. Like, thank goodness. I mean, like that, that didn't go for it because if she can't handle, you know, four different people in an interview, then how are they going to be able to handle, you know, a transaction with so many different people that are involved within it? Like you have to be able to satisfy and make sure that so many different people are happy in order to have a successful transaction. So yeah, you, you got rid of it and you didn't waste your time meeting with the person and even showing up um, yeah. to, to have the interview. So good riddance to the loo. So once you kind of get past the beginning stages, right? Uh, how do you think retention works on, on your end? So for, for me, like when I progressed and when we hired Kim and started really creating a, a, a solid team, I changed the mindset, like in, in, in this, I guess, progression, I should say that I am no longer a competing broker, so I don't sell. Um, so I changed my mentality that my agents and my staff are, are basically, they're my clients, right? So my team is my clients. I have to make sure that they're happy so that, that they can turn around and service their clients and customers. So I look at it as a whole different perspective that I'm no longer dealing with clients per se face to face, but I am dealing with the agents and the staff that are the face of the company now. So I need to make sure that they're happy and they're all on the same page. So it, it really just changed my mindset or I had to change my mindset in order to truly start functioning as that team and making sure everybody is happy. So I think the other thing too, for me, just um, I kind of strive, I can't lie. Like we, we struggled there at the beginning, like, uh, yeah. making sure people were happy and, um, uh, maybe almost in, enabling people too much and allowing, yes, we want their opinions and we want to make sure that everybody is happy, but just because we don't go with their suggestion, um, doesn't mean that we don't agree or whatever with them or we're against them. Um, but so I had to go through that, that leadership change as well. But I think when in this progression, we we did the, um, it's like the five love languages. I can't think yeah. of the name right now, right? But um, but it's for in, within the workplace. So levels of love of appreciation, something. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I can't remember the title. This is horrible. Um, <laughs> but there's a quiz online that you can go through and um, be able to see how people like to be shown appreciation and receive appreciation. So we did this across the board from staff leadership uh, to agents as well. And it kind of gives you like a, now like a little a different perspective on how do you really give them a shout out and tell them that they're doing great. Not everybody loves that shout out, right? Mm -hmm. Like um, Sky, our marketing coordinator. Uh, if I were to stand in front of people or make her and stand in front of people and congratulate her, like, I think that she would literally like cringe up and just die. Mm -hmm. But what we did instead, there was something that she did fantastic. And she's, a, uh, wanted to go into, I think like a 5k or something. And she was complaining about her earbuds and running and blah, blah, blah. So I actually paid attention. I realized that she likes gifts, right? Like she likes to receive the, these gifts that are meaningful. And so I pulled her aside before we started a, a basically our awards and recognitions. And I said, Hey, I just wanted to give these, I think there were some Bose speakers, um, whatever they were. And like, I really appreciate you. I hope that you, you know, enjoy running and make this a little, these uh, speakers are just a little bit better for you. Like 
her eyes and her body language, like she was so excited that she actually got something and something that meant something to her. So not just some bullshit uh, type of gift. So understanding where people are and listening and like treating them like a human and making sure that you treat them like you want to be treated too, right? Not just as a, another employee or just another person. Yeah. And I think you make a really good point as far as people are different, right? So we did a, a disc analysis mm-hmm. uh, maybe like two years ago. I should probably do another one. Um, and I think that it was really interesting for agents to see the where everyone else was, but then it goes through like if you're a D, um, <laughs> what that looks like. Not um, you. <laughs> like how right how you like things done, uh, how you expect people to talk to you, where then you have uh, a C and it's like opposite, right? right. Uh, and so I think to have all the agents sit down and be like, oh, like that's why she's so direct, or that's why she doesn't like when I beat around the bush to have those open conversations. And like, we gave examples. I think that was really just great for everyone to see. I like joked about that. I was going to put outside everyone's door, like D I S C so that before you walked in, you Mm -hmm. knew how to approach them. But it's really a matter of getting to know your agents and your employees. And some person might like that shiny award. They might, you know, flaunt Mm -hmm. it everywhere. And then the next person might want not, you know, anyone to know. So I think, you know, retention also happens by, truly being vested in your people. Right. And even with these different activities, let it be with the levels of appreciation or the disc profile or what, I mean, there's so many different profiles mm-hmm. and assessments that are out there. I think it really, yes, helps us understand each other and how we interact and engage, but really we deal, our customers and clients are our people. They mm-hmm. have these same types of uh, different styles and learnings. And so I think it really helps sharpen their tool um, when dealing with their clients. So it's almost a, a trickle effect on down of, yes, we're trying to better up for our company, but then in turn, that truly helps our agents engage with their clients and understand how to maybe get things across to their client a little bit more clear or efficiently. Because, um, I mean, you can communicate, you can talk to somebody, but you need that person to truly comprehend where you know, what you're saying. So, yeah, for sure. I think when we were doing that, you know, people were almost reflecting it. We talked about when you meet a client, maybe put that client in one of those categories. Mm -hmm. And one of the agents was like, oh, he is definitely an I, I shouldn't do Mm -hmm. D work, you know? So Mm -hmm. I think that again, you're right. Training them, not just in the office, but then they can use that out in the field of everyday life. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, like there's so much information in the way that you can, truly run with it, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I'm a, a visual learning learner. I need to be able to see what's going on and understand the big picture before I really start like reading the step-by-step. I want to see it big, right? But not every person is like that, you know? So even in the way that you deliver your messages and your trainings to your, your team and your staff, um, I think that it's so important to understand that, yes, you may want to just record videos and that's it. But you do have to be able to um, open up for the audience that needs to come in person and maybe sit next to you a little bit more and have that hand holding type of mentality. Like, I don't love that, but that doesn't mean I still can't do that to provide to somebody to make sure that they're getting the information and the training that they need and deserve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as far as retention, tell me a little bit about what your office does for some work-life balance. 
So we're huge. I'm huge on making sure that you take care of your family first, right? At the end of the day, like, yes, we're, it's a business. I totally get it. Yes. You know, from an employee perspective, you should take time off and, you know, these requests and everything else. But if you like are having a mental day, like you need a break. Like, I want you to be able to say like, Hey, I'm struggling today. Uh, you don't have to tell me what you're doing, but let me know that I need a, I need a mental day. I need a me day and to be able to recover. I'm not going to show up the best version of myself. Uh, if I do come into the office today and I let them off, like I'm okay with it. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I think having that flexibility of understanding that, um, you know, it may not always be for kids that they may have to go away. Um, we have one employee right now that she doesn't have any kids. Right. And she got so, so frustrated with a past, a previous employee that was, they were always leaving for kids sports and this, which is fine. Yep. However, the one that did not have um, uh, kiddos, she felt like that she was getting gypped and couldn't do that. So that's where I really established that mental day, like be able to take care of yourself and, um, you know, lean on one another. And, you know, we, we truly do say that we're a family it gives me an ick, like to all the people that truly or say that and they yeah, don't really mean it. Um, <laughs> but we want to make sure that you're happy um, and things are taken care of at home because then that does, you know, fold over into your actual business. So that's one of the things that I can think of right off the top of the, my head that, that we do a little bit differently. Yeah, I think it's a matter of really, again, right, it's it's different for each employee or or agent, but knowing them and having those discussions, I think that it makes us as leaders maybe be able to pick up on that a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And I think that also comes back to being in tune. So like I have quarterly reviews, uh, we do 90 day planning, those types of things when you do that, because we also do it not just work. I want to know what goals do you have for your personal right. and uh, then where you have accountability partners and again, it, it might not even be work related, but uh, you know, one agent was, I'm going to take every Wednesday off. And then mm -hmm. I come in at Wednesday and um, she's here at nine. And I was like, um, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. And then I, I like, I made her leave, like, mm -hmm. you know, get like, go, like you're taking mm -hmm. Wednesdays off. And I think she wrote me later and she was, you know, organized, was able to do X, Y, Z and it felt so good. And yeah. so I think helping people be uh, accountable for that and not feel guilty about it. Uh, you know, we have an agent that uh, had a baby about a year ago and, you know, things happen like daycare doesn't always work or whatnot. And we have plenty of room that, um, she visits us on a regular basis. We don't mind if she mm -hmm. brings her baby in for floor or mm -hmm. for our potlucks. Um, she's part of the family. So I think having that flexibility and knowing that things don't always go as planned and we're just here to help you through all those humps. Absolutely. You know, in, in the, the flexibility and it's case by case, person by person, right? Like of what you need to be able to do with them. Um, but I have uh, one person, a staff member that, you know, she wanted to go to the gym. Like that was one of the things that she really wanted to do, Shawnee. Um, and I'm going to give you, make sure that you're listening and still going to the gym, Shawnee. Okay. There's your call out. Um, but she was like, Hey, like I really kind of struggled to go to the gym so early in the morning. Cause she lives, uh, you know, a little bit for outside of town. So like, cool. Why don't you go ahead and let's adjust your schedule. How about you leave at four instead of five. And then, so you can go to the gym right afterwards. And then, then you have a little bit more of your time and day back because I want you to feel good, you know, physically, mentally, 
Um, and I'm, I'm okay with it. I don't care when they work, as long as they work and get their shit done, like, mm -hmm. I don't need to micromanage them. Um, as long as they are good at what they are doing. So once they start slipping and everything, they know that's where I'll step in. But, uh, typically that, that doesn't happen. So what about office events? Or I know that you're very much well known for uh, some parties <laughs> that you throw. Yeah. Uh, so tell me about those and how you think that over, you know, overall affects retention and morale. So we, I, I go crazy, like over the top on our, <laughs> our Christmas party. It, it's not even like, not even yeah, just right now and mine are like, why can't we do it like Steven? <laughs> Um, but you know, that I look at that event, like that's the one event that I don't let anybody help me with, um, like staff wise or agent wise, right. All I want them to do, like, I will send them the invite and it is typically a, a black tie affair. Um, and we have catering different, uh, food. And then we have a, um, party planner, if you will. Transform your office. Yes. Like we, <laughs> like we don't have a lot of places, venues, that a um will fit us or b are way too large like we don't need a huge conference room you know at the the marriott or whatever um so we take everything out of our office and we hire our um party planner to come in i don't even know the themes typically she just has worked with me so many times that she knows what i like and i tell her absolutely no company color like that, that is not, I, I want people to walk into this office and feel like they are somewhere else, like transform this to where I think our first one was like a snow globe. So our entire office was wrapped in white linen and uh, lights everywhere, snowflakes everywhere. Right. Um, and it was absolutely freaking amazing. So the, the agents, it's so fun to be able to see all of our team walk into that door and their jaws are dropped and they looked absolutely amazing. They're decked out. They look forward to it. Like they, they know that this is my way to show my appreciation to everybody and be able to celebrate the year you know, typically it's at the end of the, the year, do a Christmas party type of thing. Um, and I think it goes over extremely well. Like not, I think I know it does. Um, well, they get to bring their plus ones, right? Yeah. Like they get to bring their plus ones. Um, we have, you know, a few friends that come, um, and again, since we all know each other, we're all interacting. We had a DJ this year, we had dueling pianos one year. So I try to make sure that it's a safe environment for people to be able to let loose enjoy themselves. Um, if they want to have a, a cocktail or two or 20, whatever, no judgment. Um, but yeah, like, and then when we, we have a professional photographer that comes in and photographs the entire night and like, it's so cool to look back on those and see the smiles and see us all on the dance floor together, doing the Cupid shuffle or whatever we were doing. Um, and then just forget we, about like actual business, yeah, right? Like, where they're having fun and it doesn't feel like we're at the, at work because uh, nothing looks the same. Um, and once we get those photos back, you know, we're tagging everybody in there. There's a whole album, you know, on social and I have so many people reach out just like, oh my God, that's freaking amazing. And, you know, we have our competitors that are on there looking at it or agents that we're looking to recruit, looking at these things. So it just helps, uh, not only show to um, my, my team, they get to experience this, but then also out to the, the world as well, that we do things completely differently. And if it's not 
here in the box, like we are capable of being able to think outside of the box and create whatever we're looking to do. So yeah, yeah. Sure. we do simple things like, uh, even just potlucks, you yeah. know, um, I think we have one coming up for Valentine's day. Um, but we also like to add in some fun things like pumpkin carving. So <laughs> tends to be whatever that holiday season is. And a lot of times it's just maybe an hour and a half out mm -hmm. of the afternoon and we, we bring in lunch and it's just a matter for me of everyone being in the same room, right. not worrying about business, talking about what's going on in their lives. Cause you know, a lot of us see each other in passing, so you don't mm -hmm. always get a, a chance to catch up. So I think having those opportunities, I typically rarely have an agent ever miss them. Mm -hmm. uh, and if they do, I, we had one, even our, um, our office mom and our retired agent uh, actually still comes back for them. And I think um, Sandy was like 30 minutes late and she was so, so bummed because uh, she had missed out on people. And I think that that tells you, right, like the environment that they're walking into and that they're uh, looking forward to that, um, you know, Christmas parties too. We like to change up the themes. And... Didn't you just do a, a baby shower for somebody? Yeah. <laughs> I love that video. I should post it sometime. Yeah. Um, yeah, our Christmas party. So we like to do surprises. So we've had a surprise, um, which by the way, nobody better do a surprise for an upcoming birthday. But Ooh. anyway, um, surprise bridal shower, a surprise baby shower last year. And I love it because it's like they have no idea because they're just like, oh, it's a, it's a, you know, Mardi Gras party or it's a Valentine's Day party. So it was really hard with Jessica because she's the office manager and mm -hmm. she plans all these things. Uh, and so we're figuring out how we we're going to do a baby shower. And she's literally like, don't surprise me. And I was like, we would never do that. No. Um, and then so we planned a, a baby shower uh, at the office, um, picked the date, made sure that date worked for her and everything. But then we actually uh, did everything uh, at our Christmas party, which was in my basement. So we decorated the whole basement the week beforehand. She had no idea. We had to like change things around. She's like, I'm going to go in the basement and see what you guys have done. And we're like, no, 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 we got it all taken care of. Uh, so we had her getting some games ready. And then I was like, oh, Ben wants everyone down for, you know, one drink. And so there's a fantastic video of her coming <laughs> down the steps and she just stomps her steps on her feet at the bottom when she realized what was going on. And she was like, actually, Patrick. <laughs> uh, and I mean, obviously she was very appreciative, but I mean, that was great. I think everybody had a little bit of uh, tears in their eyes and are always super appreciative, but it's just little ways to show people that, you know, you know what's going on in their lives, you care right. about them, you want to celebrate them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, you know, like it, I think people overcomplicate the whole culture or, you know, how do you, how do you have such a great office and people morale and everything else? Like it's not that hard really. When you really look at it, it's just gen having a genuine connection with somebody and understanding where they're coming from opening, you know, um, having them come in with open arms. Um, and it's not just about them either. I mean, it's their family, it's the kiddos that can come along with, or, you know, celebrating uh, a husband's retirement, you know, whatever it's going to be. Like, we want everybody involved. Um, and therefore, that means that everybody wants everybody else involved into their stuff, too. So we're all here uh, helping one another. And you create that type of culture organically and naturally, but it has to be true and authentic. Um, yeah, and I think that goes back to setting professional standards, too, right? Yeah. I think that when people watch you interact with other people in a 
happy, caring, not uh, vindictive or, right. or mean manner, then they follow suit. Mm -hmm. uh, so I just think that when you treat others as you want to be treated in your workspace, it, it should be easily returned. Absolutely. Well, do you have any other last tips or tricks that you do for your people or people out there? Uh, I think the other thing maybe would just be, you know, offering mentorship or, mm -hmm. uh, you know, training, whatever that looks like. I think it's different for different people and different people need different things. There is mm -hmm. no one carved out thing that works perfect for everyone. So I think that we appreciate having a director of training, but also just, you know, uh, as a leader in the office, being available, uh, sure. other agents that have been in the, you know, agent business for quite some time. I really appreciate that they open up their knowledge, they share with our agents. And I think that that makes other agents, you know, really comfortable and know that anyone is willing to help them. Yeah. Yeah. And to echo, um, off of that, um, you know, like our office, we have, as you know, the, the war room, as I call it, mm -hmm. or you call yours a, a bullpen, bullpen, right? Yeah. Um, and we have Robin, you know, when we were, I was recruiting that, those girls, um, they were kind of against this war room aspect. They didn't like being out in the open like that, but now looking at how much Robin truly helps people and, you know, she's there always jumping in and just offering suggestions and it, like, it's absolutely amazing to see that how we once were all in an office, like everybody had their own office, but now everybody's out there. It really does create that camaraderie and that true culture as we're talking. Um, and it shows that, okay, the next person that comes in, if you know the answer, then be able to help out or throw out ideas too. So it's a forever evolving type of mentality there. So yeah, um, I absolutely freaking love getting everybody together in the same room. Sometimes yeah. it's a little hectic, but hey, it's all good. It is. It's great. I think, you know, hopefully uh, today we were able to help people think of maybe a couple of things that they weren't doing currently uh, or any other, you know, retention ideas. We're always happy to learn more what others are doing too, right? You just yeah. get better by learning from others. So we definitely thank everyone for their time today and we look forward to talking to you next time. Adios. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please like, subscribe, and share with others. Stay connected for more genuine insights and strategies to boost your real estate career on Facebook or check out our website. We'll see you next time.